Initiating startup sequence. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. Right now, I guess non-binary, like trans feminine non-binary, yep. and uh, so uh, pansexual, and my pronouns for the moment, I guess they, them, there, but anything is fine. Yep, okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, so Mark's a new presenter for us uh, this season, which is exciting. Um, so they'll be with us throughout the whole season. And um, what have we got coming up today? Yeah, uh, so today we're going to, yeah, kind of introduce things, introduce season two. And yeah, it's really exciting. We've got a lot of things planned and yep. a lot of ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to discuss a video series that um, the BBC has put out called things not to say um and specifically they've done episodes to do with you know trans and non-binary people they've done episodes to do with gay and lesbian people bisexual people and you know it feels like a really good point to kick off some discussion and of course froth or not which we pretty much do every week (laughs) (laughs) yeah So I think we might fl- uh, throw to our first song, which is uh, Like I Can by Sam Smith. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. Hey, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. My name is Eve, and we just heard Like I Can by Sam Smith. Uh, my sister will be very happy that we played that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so right now, since it's the start of a new season, uh, we were just, just going to discuss pretty much who we all are and what we're about, and, you know, it's probably something that's going <laughs> to... It's probably something that... People are interested in? <laughs> yeah, it's going to give a bit of background to the show. Do you want to start off, Evie? Um, yeah, like, I guess so. Uh, I said in the intro before, yeah, I'm 24, I'm trans-feminine, I'm bisexual. Um yeah, started doing Latin Queer last season because I used to deliver pizzas and <laughs> listen to Sin when I was delivering pizzas. I got really into weird late night radio. Oh, yeah? I really liked Sin because on Sunday nights, about, I think it was nine or ten o'clock. Uh, like, no, maybe eight. It was before Naughty Road, which used to be on 90.7, and they ran a quiz show. Oh, And that's I also like my dream. really like quiz shows. <laughs> oh, I'm so competitive, um. so it's just like right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> what other shows did you listen to? Um, oh, they were the two main ones. Yeah. Because it was consistently every Sunday night I would be working and be like, I'm going to listen to a quiz show, and then I'm going to listen to Naughty Road. Yep. And Naughty Road was great because it was, at the time, I was not out. Yep. Like, I'd kind of been out at his by and wasn't out even to myself as trans and hearing, you know, just broader perspectives on sex and relationships yep. than what I kind of, had, you know, was used to hearing was, yeah, really just great. And that, and then listening to, you know, lots of community radio at the time got me really into radio. Yeah. And, you know, that fueled a lot of pretty much just really specific interests of mine, so... 
Yeah, yeah. It's something I really wanted to get into. Yeah, I'm a bit the same with the like the hip hop show on Sin. Yeah, I live for that. It's yeah. so good. Loud and queer is better, but you know. Naughty Rude will be on tonight from eight to ten p.m. on Sin Nation right here. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. I'm producer Jay signing off. <laughs> um, going on from that, <laughs> um, I'm Dan. Um, like I said, I'm 22. Um, yeah, I got involved with Loud and Queer just because I wanted to be part of a radio show that sort of sent out a positive message into the world and, you know, made um, producer Jay and I uh, have spoken about this a lot, sort of for younger queer people, making a show for them that, you know, that they can relate to and, you know, yeah. And um, what about you, Mark? Uh, well, a lot of reasons, actually. I first got into Sin uh, last year because a friend, well, a couple of friends actually wanted me to get into Sin, and so I eventually signed up near my birthday, actually, which was around oh, last June. Uh, so, uh, uh, in regards to that, uh, after that, I didn't do too much. I did uh, do a couple like podcasts. I did fill in for someone doing a seasonal for another friend. And, cool. And in terms of like, uh, I was part of, that, of the queries group uh, last year, and now this year with Loud and Queer, I I find this a way to talk about a lot of stuff that like I like that I'm still exploring today, and like I, and it's just like really like good and stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, it'll be great to see you. Um get more experience over the course of the season and yeah 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 well um like further to all this i'm just like just probably a good opening question what are you guys really into at the moment me um i'm into like a lot of like music festivals to be honest because like uh, this is gonna sound really basic but coachella's happening at the minute <laughs> in like a couple of weeks i'm going to groove in the moo um, which I'll actually be reviewing for Sin, so keep an eye out on that. And this week I just got tickets to go to Splendor in the Grass. And being the mad hip-hop fan that I am, um, I'm going to be able to see Kendrick Lamar um, at Splendor, which I'm very, very excited about, and a few other artists that I'm mad for, such as um, Miguel and even at Groove in the Moo, I'm going to see TK Mizer, which is a great uh, local uh, hip-hop act. Um, so yeah, I think for me, just I've just been listening to a lot of music recently. Just been YouTubing sort of a lot of you know like live performances of artists I love, things like that. Um, what about you? I'm very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know like I, how I'm, I got it yep. to get. Um, the... uh, that's yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, at the moment, I in the last couple of days, I go through phases of. You know, various things that I'm probably a bit too into that most people would probably think is quite boring. Um, on another roller coaster kick, it's about every three months. <laughs> I'm really interested in roller coasters, how they work and who makes them and where they go. And, and also it's probably something where most of the time it's just like, all right, yeah, yeah, it goes up, goes down, <laughs> hell, yep, that seems to be... Yep. All right. They're fun. What's like? <laughs> what's your most favorite? Your, your favorite roller coaster that you've ever been on? Um, I I went to the US a couple of years ago. Yeah. Went on a um went to Six Flags Magic Mountain, which is an enormous theme park in the US in California. Yeah. And all right, they've got I think it was eighteen roller coasters at the time. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, so it's a bit hard to pick. But my favourite then was probably Tatsu, yep. which is this thing where you kind of you're lying down and you're facing the ground and it feels like you're flying and 
you know, very interesting and also probably something that sounds absolutely benign to everyone listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't reckon I could do that. Like, I reckon I could skydive, but I, I don't know. Just something about roller coasters, I don't think I could do that. So have you bungee jumped before? Have any of you I bungee jumped? I have jumped. Um, you know, I've done a lot of that kind of extreme sports yeah. kind of like absorbed. Oh yeah, I've done that as well. It's, yeah, it's done, ridiculous. Like, canyon swings. Absorb like... is a giant inflatable ball <laughs> which is large enough to contain a person, and then they roll you down a hill, <laughs> a very steep hill. I did it in Thailand like two years ago. I think it was mad. <laughs> Mark, what are you really into? At the <laughs> well, <laughs> at, at the moment, a uh, comedy actually. Like, I recently got dragged into a comedy group at uh, Melbourne Uni by a by a the same the same friend actually dragged me to sin actually, but in a good way. Like, it's been a lot of fun just doing a bit of stand up, a bit of sketch stuff, a lot of writing. I'm like really into writing as well. Actually, the moment writing a lot of like pieces, submitting them to certain like magazines here nice. and there. I already heard back from one. They said it was really good, but like that's so cool. Yeah, so like not not accepted, but maybe for the online submission maybe. But like it's like. That's still really good. They yeah, well gave done. Me, they actually gave me feedback for it as well, which is great because normally I don't get feedback. So like, uh, that that was like quite good. That was quite lovely as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. I uh, also I've also been doing a lot more stuff my uni in terms of holding events and stuff like writing and like there's also this theater sports thing where I uh, a lot of fun stuff there. I uh, I got uh. Uh, one of the theatre sport games we did was serious scene, serious stuff, like serious scenes where we had to do ludicrous scenes but not laugh. I laughed so many times during that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. It's... <clears throat> like, comedy is definitely one of those things where... Yeah, it's really interesting to see everyone's different approach to it almost. Because mm. there's always such a big difference in, like, oh, I really appreciate this thing. Or, yeah, and somebody else will really zone in on something else and they might be two, literally two sentences next to each other in a larger act. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It's something I really, like, appreciate just for... It can be so personal mm. while mm. also being something with mass appeal. Yeah, I just love comedians who, like, tackle, like, taboos and you just see the broad spectrum of, like, being uncomfortable and like you see like the people who are just so shocked and then other people who just like live for controversial comedy and um yeah it's just been great during the comedy festival to like i've di- I've discovered probably like four or five new comedians i reckon and sort of kept an eye on sort of a few that i was already sort of pretty keen on a lot of them being queer which i think is it's great yeah, to see there's yeah. a lot of queer that, representation that was definitely refreshing during the comedy festival mm. like i didn't go to a lot i just went to a couple of shows thanks to um, <laughs> yeah, thanks to our producer Jay. Um, yeah, yeah, went to a couple of shows and like just it was really nice to see a lot of queer comedy where it was just like I relate to this and I haven't related to comedy like this before. Yeah, did this anyone something s- something refreshing? Yeah, yeah. Did anyone see the the debate, the comedy festival debate on ABC? Not yet. No. Oh, okay. Because um, Magda Subansky and Ursula Carlson both feature, and I won't spoil it for you. But there's just like um, there's a an act of solidarity <laughs> between the two. I won't spoil it though. Just check it out if What's you're interested. The topic? Uh, the topic is should we travel to Mars? 
Yeah. yeah. And um, somehow it gets quite political, but um, we won't go onto that <laughs> right now. Um, we've got a couple of songs coming up, um, and for anyone who knows me, I have obviously chosen these songs. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off with um, Don'tcha by the Internet, followed by Heebie Jeebies by Amine featuring Kehlani. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. That was Heebie Jeebies by Amine featuring Kehlani. And before that, we had Doncha by The Internet, two banging tunes. Uh, now we're going to be speaking about um, a YouTube series that I recently came across by the BBC Three, which is entitled um, Things Not To Say To A Whatever Person. And um, for us, I guess the relevant ones were the videos where they... Um, for uh, gay people, bisexual people, trans people, non-binary people, and there was also a video on uh, drag kings and queens. Um, so, for uh, so we're gonna before we get into that, we're going to um, just play a video um, by comedian Mae Martin, who um, just has a funny little bit um, about bisexuality. We're just gonna play that now for you. All the way from Canada, it's Mae Martin. Originally, it's a very cool time to be Canadian. Do you guys know about our hot prime minister? <laughs> Do you know about Justin Trudeau? And people think you're doing it for attention or it's like trendy these days. If you're a boy and you say you're bisexual, people are like, absolutely not. They think your sexuality is like a payment plan, like buy now, gay later. <laughs> that my parents are hippies so like I never had to come out to my parents or anything they're, they were very very much hippies like they sort of raised my brother and I in a very gender neutral environment they were really aware of gender stereotypes and I was chatting about it with them recently and I was like god that must have made it difficult at Christmas because a lot of the toys in the 90s are very gender specific right pink for a girl blue for a boy and my mom goes oh no well that wasn't a problem for us because you didn't want presents until you were 11 I was like, excuse me? And she was like, yeah, don't you remember that you only wanted one thing for Christmas until you were 11 and you enforced it? Then that kind of triggered memories. Then they produced photographs to prove it. This is the most embarrassing thing. Until I was 11 years old, I was like, on Christmas day, all I want is I get to be naked. So that was um, Mae Martin just doing a, um, a comedy spot. But... Um, we just thought that would be a good intro into this topic, just sort of how, you know, heteronormative and cisgender people sort of maybe sometimes don't say the most sensitive things to us um, and how that kind of grinds our gears. But, um, like, I mean, for me, I guess probably one of the biggest things I noticed when I watched these videos, I think it was the fact that sort of a lot of people deny the existence of bisexuality. And obviously, Evie and I, um, we're both bisexual people um, here. And so we were talking a little bit about this before our show. And, Mark, do you identify as bisexual? Or? Uh, I, when I first was exploring it, it was more like, oh, I like both guys. Like, like, like I like, like, like both like like I like, like guys and girls, and yep. then I realized later on. Oh wait, I like a lot. Of, like it wasn't just that; it was more just like outside the binary. It was like yep. mainly like male male identifying people, but like it was like outside the binary because I was like, okay, pansexuality sounds the most applicable. Yep. Yeah, okay, so nice. like, yeah, yeah. 
And um, but yeah, so we were talking about this kind of idea before the show, um, and I guess have you have either of you sort of come across any of these sort of examples where people have just sort of been a bit insensitive in terms of how they've maybe like asked a question to you about your sexuality or gender identity or something like that? Yeah, it's like in like with regard to bisexuality, I was like I've had. Yeah, kind of preconceptions about bise- bisexuality used to you know, justify some 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 pretty horrible things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, pre- predominantly the oh you're bi, oh but like you you've seen me with no shirt on, like damn you must have been looking at me like you wanted to fuck me. Oh, I'm going to use this to justify my violent behaviour towards you. It's just very much like, that's not how any of this works. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, you know, further to that, just the kind of expectation of bisexuality. Oh, you know, oh, but, like, you're not gay. You're currently dating a woman. You're a man. And it's just, like, neither of those things are true. But also, you know, that's, you know, somebody's external observation. Like, now being, like, an out-trans-feminine person Mm. um, who doesn't entirely identify within a binary, it's kind of, like, the big thing that's kind of irritated me, like, when when I've come across it, is the, oh, so you're bi, like, isn't that, you know, isn't that a bit, like, transphobic? (laughs) Bi... Doesn't you know? Not everybody uses bi to be like I'm into cis men and cis women. Yeah, it's like no, like for me, bisexuality is I am attracted to people whose gender identity is the same as me, and who it's different to me. Yep. You know, it's like yeah, it's a much more broad thing, and that's. Yeah, like, that's the current thing that's kind of come up most frequently where I've been like, uh, this, no, why are you asking me about this? Yeah, and that's a really good point as well because in one of the videos, um, one of the participants also said that um, they define their labels, the labels don't define them. Mm. And I think that's sort of a a good thing to keep in mind as well. Um, Yeah, and like, and also another thing in the bisexual video, they were not to keep ranting on about bisexuality, but um, that there's sort of the hope that uh, the bisexual person will sort of end up sort of being heteronormative because they will end up dating, you know, say it's a cisgender male, end up um, with a cisgender female, and they end up having, you know, the typical you know Mm. nuclear family and everything, and then that kind of calms anxiety for non-queer people or something like that yeah yeah and that's definitely uh like that unfortunately seems to be very common kind of understanding from a lot of people it's that you're only bisexual until you get married and then you're either straight or you're gay yeah and it's just like you don't magically stop and bisexuality is just your rebellious period or self that should probably be you know, reasonably evident, but clearly it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, broader to that, you know, there's episodes of this series, you know, going into, you know, pretty much, like, you know, like, 
gay and lesbian people, trans people, um, is there separate? Like, is there a specifically non-binary episode? There is actually. There yeah. is actually. Yeah, yeah. Which, and yeah. That, even to me, that's an interesting <laughs> distinction to make because I'm just like, look, not every non-binary person identifies as trans. Yep. And a lot of people who you know kind of end up categorised as non-binary don't identify as non-binary either, especially people who identify with like non-Western gender identities. Yep. Um. But just making the arbitrary distinction of here's the trans people over here and here's the non-binary <laughs> people over here is already yeah. reinforcing a massive misconception yeah. to me. Or it's like the you know, lot of non-binary people. I would probably estimate the majority of non-binary people, at least that I've interacted with, identify as trans. Yep. Uh, not they're not separate things, and that's something I've run across fairly consistently when, you know, just as something I've recurrently had to explain to people, it's just like, yeah, you know, I don't identify as being binary, but I'm also identify with being a trans woman. Mm. Like, these things aren't fundamentally incompatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good point. And, um, Mark, how did you feel when you were watching the non-binary um, episode? Well... It made a lot, like, a lot of the things in there, like, one of the things was, like, are you a boy or are you a girl? Like, it was, like, for me, that was a question that's been asked to me since I was, like, in primary school, and it was, like, mm. well, like, why are you asking me this question? Like, just... It goes back to that yeah. sort of need to know. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, like, I rather people ask me more about things, like, like want to know more about me, like, in terms of, like, me as a person, not me based on, like... What's on, like, like, you know, like, boy or girl, like, those kind of, like, labels, like, 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 those kind of, like, those things, like, like, I, I, it's just, like, it's something that, ha- like, is always kind of, like, made me feel a bit iffy about things, like, and yep. the other thing is I have some friends who are, like, oh, there's only two genders, or, like, there is, like, it's just, and then some people use, like, certain pronouns, like, it, for instance, like, it is, like, really... Whenever someone uses that, like, describe a person, it's like, it's really offensive. Like, use they if you are, you're unsure. Like, yeah, it's just a lot of things that that came to mind when I watched this video. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, nice. And, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, like, did you have any other thoughts, Evie? Or? Yeah, um, arms, like, the big thing that I'm sure was probably the first thing or one of the first things in the... You know, video specifically about trans people, it's just invasive questions about your medical history and future plans. Yep. <laughs> it's, you know, I've ranted on this show in the past about the, oh, so you're going to get the surgery? And it's just like, why do you want to know what my genitals look like? Yep. But also, like, what surgery? Like, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I could go get some surgery. You know, I might need to, you know, oh, yeah, I might need to have something removed or something fixed in the future. Is that the surgery? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah, and similarly, like, I have received a lot of questions, including from other trans people, about my voice. Mm. Where it's, you know, hey, do you plan on doing voice therapy? Or, oh, like, how does all this work? And it's just like, you know, for me... The answer is, 
like, I would like to do voice therapy. I have periods where I am very dysphoric about my voice. I can't afford voice therapy. I've been on the waiting list for free voice therapy for a very long time. Mm. And even then, like, it's not... You know, the free voice therapy services that are available are pretty much tailored towards people who need the vague pointers and then can work from there. Whereas, like, I have speech difficulties and a lot of those are stuff where I would need very tailored-to-me advice or training to actually work around. And that applies to a lot of people, to people who are you know, dyslexic or other, have other cognitive things where they may have trouble working from a worksheet. Or it's just like, oh, well, you got to be able to do that for the free programs. Go pay thousands of dollars on a specialised thing. And, yeah, it just opens... But yeah, back to the point, it opens this rabbit hole of, this is much more complex than... And largely available you think. in metropolitan Yeah, areas. it's... <laughs> you know, it's Not also... Yeah, a lot of questions, even questions about hormones as well, just turns into, yeah, if somebody lives in Mildura or they live in Broome or they live in, yeah, um, yeah, they live in Bathurst or somewhere like that, realistically, if you want to access HRT, if you want to access any other transitional stuff, and that's always a personal choice. A lot of people don't wish to access any of that. That's just make their transness less valid. If you want to access that, you've got to go to the city. If mm. you don't have a car, for example, good luck. <laughs> if yeah. you don't have the money to just take a whole day off to go to one medical appointment, good luck. <laughs> if you live in an area where it's a danger to you to be an out trans person or a physical trans person, you know, realistically, that's not a choice that a lot of people make. Yep. And, you know, these are all questions that a lot of people just want to ask, and it just opens the big rabbit hole of everything's a lot more complex than this. No, it seems... Please, yeah. please just educate yourself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to cut to some music. Um, all right, so right now we are going to listen to Changa by Pnau. And after that, we're listening to Fantasy by Miss Blanks, Feet Dugong Jr. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. That was Fantasy by Miss Blanks featuring Dugong Jr. And yeah, uh, we're, we're back. Yeah, yes. you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. You're here with um, Daniel, Evie and Mark. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're going to froth or not the infamous um, regular segment of Loud and Queer. Um, Mark, did you did you want to start off? Yes. This is actually my very first froth or not. So Exciting. Start, yeah. The start was <laughs> I'm going to do a froth. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so on one, uh, I think a couple of days ago, so Wednesday, I uh, went to this amazing, like, show with a friend and it's a very unique <coughs> show in that it's actually like it's like a redubbing of like a B movie of like a B movie version of Star Wars and it was called Cosmic Wars and another my my friend, a very a theatric one, was in that show <laughs> and she was the sound effects person or the I've forgotten the word, but it's like there's an actual term for it. It's like a I don't know, but like uh she was amazing at that and like all the people know were like 
They really did a good job, and I laughed about 157 times. That's so nice. Uh, Sounds like a fun time. Yeah. And, like, yeah, after that, there was also a wonderful way to catch up with that friend because they're so busy, and I'm so busy, they hadn't caught up, like, officially since ever. Aside from uh, his birthday gathering, which was, like, the Sunday before. So that that was really lovely as well. Was there a big turnout to the show? Uh, Pretty big. Uh, It was, like, about as big as my... Like like about three hundred people. I, wow, I, cool. I, I don't know. I didn't actually count. But it, was, it, it was it was like yeah. It was really big. Yeah. Nice, nice. And what about you, Evie? Um, oh, right now I'm just like here's what I'm not frothing this week. <laughs> One of those. I've had a very frustrating morning thanks to Vic Rhodes. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's owned a car, you'll like. It's different state by state. I'm not 100% sure how it works in every state, but, you know, everywhere you've got to pay registration for your car. That needs to be renewed once a year. And the way you normally do that is you get a notice sent to you with the payment details and you pay your registration bill. So I knew my registration was coming up in the next couple of weeks and I didn't receive a renewal notice. I only received a text message this morning saying, your registration runs out today. Please pay in the next 14 days. <clears throat> you know, and you know, pretty much to be able to drive your car again. I was just like, oh, that's annoying. I didn't get the notice. Oh, well, I can pay through the website now. They've set all that up. The website is under maintenance. I can't pay my registration, so I can't drive. I was planning on driving here today because I did have things to do this morning. Yeah. And, like, I have a lot of trouble with public transport because of some health problems. And the fact that that didn't work out was, you know, just incredibly frustrating. And just timing. Like, today is the one day that they've decided to take down... The payment service for maintenance, and it's 6am till 6pm? Aren't seems... things normally the other way around? Aren't things normally maintained at night when less people use them? Yeah, that's infuriating. Mm. Very confused. Not like on the same level, but I'm just like, I recently upgraded to my full licence, and I'm still waiting to get that mailed out, and like, that's nothing compared to what oh, you're my, having to deal my with. Par- but... One of my partners is yeah. going through the same thing. Um, she got her full licence uh, more than a month ago and still yeah. hasn't received her actual licence. Oh, no. Okay. That... Um, so we're currently... <laughs> we've been... We've called Vic Roads twice. Um, yeah. And pretty much it's been like, hey, how do we do this? Oh, nope. This is all automated services. We can't work out how to actually talk to someone. We need to go in and then they've redesigned the one near us. It's really, like, annoying to get to. Yeah, Vic Roads. Not frothing. Not frothing. <laughs> Not frothing Vic Roads. Well, on the on the subject of cars, my froth today, um, while I was driving here today, um, on our sibling station, Sin 90.7, I heard a song by Anderson Pack called Without You, which I hadn't heard before, and I was vibing hard in the car to it. It featured um, a female rapper who I didn't get the name of, but she was really, really cool on the song as well. Um, yeah, I think I've just been in a bit of a music kind of frenzy this past week, past, past week. Um, Definitely like, something I can sympathise with. Yeah, um, like I don't know if our um, genres kind of coincide, but I've, I've been yeah, frothing a lot of, lot of music this week. And yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah, I think um, we're going to throw to a song now. So um, 
We're going to play uh, 10 Out of 9 by No Suits featuring Jackie and Nye Otis. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. Hey, you're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. My name is Eve, and we just heard 10 Out of 9 by No Suits feat Jackie and Nye Otis. Um, yeah, this is the end of the show. Uh, thanks to everyone listening and... Just wanted to put a special shout out to yeah all of the like queer people listening regional and rural areas yeah where yeah it's very like important that this reaches people who yeah are all around all Australia. Australia. Yeah. It's super important and like that's what we do the show for. Yeah, and hit us up on Twitter if you are from these areas, just so we know you're listening. Um, our Twitter is at Sinloud, S-Y-N-L-O-U-D. Um, we'd love to hear from well, listeners anywhere in Australia. Um, and you can also follow us on Facebook um, at the Loud and Queer Community... Oh, sorry, the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria on Facebook. And um, where can we find the podcast? Yeah. Um, ah. The podcast, yeah, our podcast is available on Omni, iTunes, and Stitcher. Yep. Um, all of the episodes from season one are currently up there. Yep. And yeah, each week, every episode is uploaded and yeah, free to listen, free to download. And yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been lovely <laughs> yeah. talking with with guys and doing this. Like, yeah, you've yeah. done your first show. How do you feel? My, uh, really good, actually. Like, yeah, it was really like really intense, but like I feel really <laughs> like good at the moment. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um, does anybody want to plug their Twitter or their Instagram? I think I know I am, but is anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Invisible Evie, one word, I-N-V-I-S-I-B-L-E-E-V-I-E. Uh, sounds like a mouthful. Uh, if you find the if you find the Loud and Queer Twitter, I'll probably get linked on that at some point this afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, you can follow me on Twitter um, at Danny P. Hick, uh, D-A-N-N-Y-P-H-I-C-K. And did you want to plug your Twitter as well, Mark? I d- yeah, that's I guess. You're just like, trying I, to find the name. <laughs> yeah, I, I rarely use it, so like. Uh, well, we might we might link Mark in um, the tw- the Twitter, the Sin Loud Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, um, so thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I'm really excited about season two. Um, I think it's going to be a good season. Um, so we're going to close off the show with no other than Kate Trinata. Um So this is Kaleidoscope Love uh, by Luna George and it's a Catronada remix. And we'll see you all next week on uh, Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. See us. You show. You can tune in to hear Loud and Queer streaming live on Sin Nation at sin.org.au. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, SoundCloud and iTunes. Our podcast music is by accident. You can find more of her music on Bandcamp. You can find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria and find us on Twitter at Sin Loud.